listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello listeners, this is Amanda Lehman. I'm an undergraduate student at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point, studying environmental education and interpretation. I'm also an avid nature lover, and today I'm going to share a story of a place that changed how I see the world and how I appreciate nature. As someone who loves the outdoors, one of my favorite things to do is to walk. I also really enjoy riding my bike, and I often do these things alone while listening to my music. My freshman year at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point, I would ride or bike in Schmeekley Reserve or on the Green Circle Trail almost every day. This was a really, really good way for me to get away from the stress of school and to have a break and just enjoy my music. Some of my favorite days were the fall days with a light breeze on my face, the warm sun on my back, the sounds of birds and fellow Schmeekley visitors around me talking and my music in my ears somehow making me feel happy and free. But after months passed, the stress of college started to build, and I kept going on these walks, but I started feeling not quite fully rejuvenated after these outings. Like there was something missing, like I was moving too fast. To learn more about this, I started changing my walking habits. I started walking in silence for a few minutes, instead of always listening to my music, and sometimes I would wander off-trail. I started climbing some fallen trees that I would find, poked around in the wetlands and the streams. I remember standing and listening to the wind in the pine trees, hearing the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh above me and listening to the soft burbling of the stream, drowning out any stressful thoughts I might have. I would watch the cattails blow in the wind, and watch as their seeds would blow away in the air above me. I saw deer looking back at me often, their noses alert, and sniffing the air, trying to get my scent, their heads bowing and moving side to side to try to figure out who I was. I remember kneeling down and looking at moss, noticing that it was so moist and soft and spongy, and I would get down on my hands and knees as far as I could and look as close as I possibly could, seeing tiny insects crawling around on the fronds of moss and drops of water beating up on the tiny leaves. One day, I found a barred owl when I was wandering off trail, 
perched in a giant white pine tree, shrouded in shadow from the pine needles around it. I stood in awe watching this barred owl, listening to it call. This lovely, gorgeous bird with white feathers, dark black eyes, black and brown stripes. It was amazing. It brought me a feeling of calm. I stood for a long time, and then I returned to that place again and again. I came off the trail. I would walk barefoot over sticks and leaves, listening to them click under me and break. I would also try to walk barefoot sometimes on a gravel trail when I was in Schmeekly. This took some getting used to, but it was worth it when I could also go off trail and feel the cold mud squish between my toes and the soft moss underfoot. About a month later, after I had still been going off trail and exploring, I remember hearing about the term sit spot in one of my classes one of my environmental education classes. I was intrigued. A sit spot is a special spot in nature where you go, usually alone, just to observe nature and be at peace. You don't usually bring anything to do, but you just sit and observe. I was really intrigued by this, and I thought maybe I should try it. So I wandered to that area where I frequently like to wander, where I saw that owl, and I found this giant old white pine tree. Some of its branches were dead and broken, which created a mix of green alive needles and dead brown needles in a big mishmash of branches. Its bark was really thick, and it was soft and moist on the inside, yet dry on the outside, where there was cracks where I ran my finger between the sections of bark. There was some big branches close to the ground that I would lean on and look at and study the moss on the branches. And eventually, I had the urge to climb it. I awkwardly contorted my body around some of the branches as I wound my way up, and I soon found a huge branch that was bigger than the width of my body that was easy to sit on, and I could lean back against the tree trunk. I felt the rough bark behind me and the wood cold underneath me, but a very sturdy seat. I had to work on my balance. If I leaned too far one way or the other to look downward, I felt myself tipping. It was a bit scary being high off the ground, but as any new tree that you climb, it does take some getting used to. From my seat, I looked out over a tiny clearing, a little meadow, in the corner was an old bird feeder. It was empty, but I'm sure once all was filled with lots of birds around it. In the center of this clearing, there was a small evergreen tree. Was it a cedar? I'm not sure. In the middle of the clearing, around this tree, was a ring of wet grass, and around, behind the tree, was winding deer paths through the taller grass, through the clearing and a human path off to my left. Above me, 
in the tree. I saw intricate twists of branches and needles silhouetted by the sky. All around me was forest, and I could distantly hear the movement of cars or people, but the small clearing somehow provided a window of quiet and a window upwards to watch the clouds. I didn't stay there in that tree for very long the first time, because I had the itch to keep moving and walking and exploring, but I did notice a sense of peace. I really liked looking at that clearing, just noticing how the branches of that pine tree curved neatly down from the spot where I was sitting. I wanted to take a picture and capture that moment, and I got out my phone to do so, but I hesitated. It felt like I just shouldn't, so I put my phone back away. Over time, I started visiting this certain spot, a sit spot, more and more. I started finalizing my practices of this sit spot. I never felt right taking photos of it, so I just never try- I never took photos. I left my phone at the base of the tree, or hidden deep in my pocket. When I would approach the tree each time, not every day, but whenever I had the chance to visit, I would greet the tree. I would hug it, or look up at its branches and smile. I would silently ask permission if it was okay to climb that tree that day. Sometimes I would hear the answer no, and so I would sit at its base and contemplate and still look up at the beautiful pine needles and across at the meadow. And over time, this sit spot became a calming and magical place where I could go to relax, regroup, and truly get away from the bustle of life. I didn't have to walk fast, listen to music in my ears, see people moving past me on the trail. I could just sit. And I started to stay at the spot for longer and longer. Until one day, I realized I had spent over an hour there, and I didn't really notice the passage of time, nor did I feel bored. I had some amazing moments, like watching the sunset in winter around the horizon, watching the colors, orange, yellow, pink, and dark blue, bringing out the stars, and noticing after the sun had gone down that I was very cold, but not even noticing the cold during the sunset itself. I remember watching the snow falling on this clearing where I had sit, and I had watched this clearing since summer and fall, and now winter, and seeing the snow falling silently, bright white, over the trees. In the spring, I watched deer and fawns use all the deer trails that I had seen in the grass. They were chasing each other. They would growl at each other, make little grumbling noises. The fawns would play, they would jump, they would run around. The mothers would just watch, flick their tails. They didn't even notice I was there. I was silent. I started paying attention to the small details of nature, besides just watching the larger things going on around me. If I got there and I needed to calm down, I would do 
an exercise to focus on my senses. First, I would close my eyes and pay attention to only what I was hearing. Often, because I was sitting in a pine tree, this would be the wind in the pine. Sometimes, I would hear cars in the distance or people laughing on the trail behind me. After I paid attention to the sound, I would smell. I would open my nose and notice what smells I felt around me. Even though it sounds strange, I would also try to taste the air. I didn't want to eat anything, but I still wanted to use my sense of taste. So I would open my mouth, take a deep breath, see if I noticed anything different in my smell or my mouth. And finally, I would notice how I feel in that moment. What my body could feel against the pine tree behind me, above me, beneath me. Maybe I felt wind on my face. Sometimes I was cold. Sometimes I was very cold. But I didn't often notice until I would pay attention to it. And finally, I would combine all of those senses before opening my eyes. And it was like seeing the world anew. It was amazing. I kept repeating this sensory exercise many, many times. And each time, it was like I was seeing this meadow and these trees for the first time. I remember a different day. One day when I was very sad, I came to this tree for some solace and some peace. I laid down on the trunk and rested my head on my hands. I looked up after shedding some tears, and I found a tree frog about two feet away from my nose. I was looking right at it, and he was looking back at me. He was a mix of gray and brown and green. I could see the little bumps on his skin and his eyes watching me, the tiny suction cups on his feet clinging to the bark of the tree. He was so close, and he never ran away. The whole time when I climbed up that tree and sat for solace. I studied this tree frog. I talked to him a bit. He was my companion. He helped me to be less sad that day. And I thanked the tree and the meadow for bringing me this peace. All in all, I visit this meadow as much as I can, but honestly, I don't have the time to as much anymore. So I expand these exercises and these practices that I learned here at this wonderful sit spot. And I do them elsewhere. When I'm walking or biking, either with people or alone, I will often stop and just look or sit and observe the area. I'll often stop and notice my senses and doing the sensory exercise, notice what's around me. And then opening my eyes, you know, seeing the world anew. When I'm exploring new places, I often find new sit spots as well. And sometimes I only sit at these spots for a few minutes. Or maybe I only visit them once, if it's a trip or somewhere I'm never going to see again. But they're still meaningful, and they make me feel like I have a deep connection to the place. And feel a little bit of the spirit of the place that I'm in.
when I'm walking now, day to day, I just listen to my body, my mind, and my spirit. Whether I want to walk and listen to music, whether I want to just walk in silence, maybe I want to wander off trail and poke around at things and move slowly. Maybe I want to bike. Maybe I want to stand or sit or lay down, close my eyes or open them and look up at the world above me. It just feels more natural to do what is most comfortable in the moment. It's less structured. It flows with however I feel that day instead of being forced. When I spend time outside by myself now, I feel like I am truly able to connect in whatever way I need to at that moment in that day with that place, with my senses and the tiny details that make the natural world so magnificent. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.